tickets for uh los angeles second week okay. of february okay not looking too shabby if i may say so myself really especially if i keep having substantial gains in the uh sports gambling industry like i did this weekend wow um well i, I <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know to say that <laughs> well i mean can we agree that I think the Bengals have officially established themselves as uh, Super Bowl contenders. They go into Baltimore today, win 41 to 17. I have That's to crazy. myself to remind that myself this actually just happened today. I, you know, and <clears throat> at halftime, I was thinking it's going to be the same thing. They're going to not blow the game, but they're going to, it's going to be close, but they're not going to blow them out. That, that shocked me. Like it was, it was actually really shocking. Yeah. I think once the Ravens scored that first touchdown in the second half, that deep pass to Hollywood Brown, yep. uh, which we can talk more in depth about what all transpired and, and what all we thought of it um, in a couple seconds. But I think that was the point in the game where I was probably most scared that, uh, you know, the Bengals might piss this one away, but, we got number nine and we got number one and we got number 91 and we got, we got dudes all over the field that are just different than guys we've had in the past. We got dudes. Now we actually have dudes, the dudes that not only, you know, and, and um, you know, you're talking about people that are the dudes. I thought the O-line, first of all, first thing I got to say this, I think the O-line played great today. I think they played the best they could. I was going to say, yeah, that. I think that, that at least in the first half, Baltimore threw a lot of uh, disguised stuff at Joe Burrow, which kind of surprised me. I didn't think that they were going to try to blitz him as much as they did in the first half. Uh, and then in the second half, mm -hmm. uh, for whatever reason, they kind of went away from blitzing him. And that was just a terrible move on their behalf because – he just picked them apart in the second half. Absolutely picked them apart. I mean, it, 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 he was looking nice. Like, he was making some nice throws. Um, and, I, and I think the first thing we got to talk about, um, <clears throat> Mr. Chase. Just give him the rookie of the year. You just give it to him. I, it's over. How many receiving yards did uh, Justin Jefferson get last year? Um, let's do a quick Google search on that. Why don't we? I got it pulled up real quick. 1400. So he's over halfway there and he's played seven games. Played seven games. And there's another extra game this year. So it's, 
if health, you know, stays, it's pretty, pretty certain that uh, he will break the rookie receiving yard record. And he's got uh, two cushy mashup matchups the next two weeks. Jets, yeah. Browns. So, so I, I want to talk about this for a second. So we talked about in both last week's recap and the preview this week, how if the Bengals could win this game, it really set them up not only in the division, but in the playoff race in general. And we sit here today and we mentioned this last week, the Bengals are the number one seed in the AFC. If the season ended today, the Bengals are in first place in the AFC North with road wins in, in two uh, of the three uh, divisional cities. And yes, I think also another thing is the Bengals have played two division games, whereas everybody else has either played zero or one. And then the Bengals get another opportunity to play one in two weeks. This is, this is just such a momentum building win. And it feels so good and so gratifying to have gone through what we went through for the past four years and to sit here today after a 24 point thrashing of the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, and it's kind of like the Steelers game this year. You don't really think it's true. Um, you kind of have to pinch yourself because it's like, you know, you watched the game today and it's, you know, you were hyped after that Jamar Long touchdown. And then it got to the point where the Ravens just quit. I mean, seven minutes left, Lamar didn't come back in the game. And I get it, they're down, you know, 24 points. But it, it, the Ravens kind of quit today. It was kind of nice to see that. They're, Lamar was mad. I thought Sam Hubbard had a great game too. Uh, it's just, it, it was, it, I don't know. So last two weeks, Bengals have outscored their opponents 75 to 28. Now one of those, now to be fair, the Lions were shooting their shots today at the Rams. Lions so. put up a fight today. Now I, I want to get more in depth as to what we saw today. So um, I think that we also saw Zach Taylor's continued development as both a play caller and a head coach today. Uh, I think you can agree or disagree. And, and really, I think you could argue both sides of going for that four, first fourth and 10 uh, early in the game. I kind of agreed with punting it. Um, but, you know, you can argue both sides of that. But throughout the game, he was very aggressive. And he put his chips on the table in that second drive and sent the offense out on fourth and five and yep. let Joe work, and boy, did he do that. Yeah, he did do that. And I thought Joe had a lot of um, – Joe had a lot of those throws today where he was he was under a lot of duress in the first half, and he was still making throws. Um, he missed that one to – was it to T. Higgins over the middle on that third down? Um, the end zone shot? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 the one over the middle. It was, it was like on a third and nine or something. And he had, uh, I don't know if it was Boyd or Higgins right over the middle. And that's the only throw that I can think of today where he legitimately like missed his uh, receiver. Um, that, yeah, well, but yeah, the interception, but. Well, the interception that we talked about this before. He can't, he, he can't continue to do that. He can't continue to chuck the ball up. Yeah. I, I, I get it. I get it. Now, in theory, the, with the coverage they were running, in theory, that would have been a jump ball. But Marlon Humphrey read that all the way. Yeah. And I know Marlon Humphrey to get the pick, but it, it, it helped cause the pick. So um, that, what will, else? Yeah. that will hurt them against a team that let's face facts and just admit what happened today. 
a team that can better attack them offensively because yes, yeah, uh, absolutely. Like a yeah. chart, like a chargers, like a chargers or even like if the chiefs get it rolling, like a chiefs um, it would really hurt them. Also T Higgins kind of showed up today. He had 15 targets, which is a lot of targets. 15 oh, yeah. for T well, you uh, seven tell, catches for 60 yards. You could tell early on that they were kind of afraid to go after Marlon Humphrey with Jamar chase. Yep. And I think it took because this was really, if my memory serves me correct, this was really the first game where it was like Jamar Chase was going to have a guy, and yep. when I say a guy, I mean a top five corner traveling with him. And yes. so I feel like maybe it took him a quarter to kind of get used to this guy just sticking on him like glue, and then yep. we saw once once he got going, it was over. And he wasn't just – he didn't run a single nine route. Well, he ran that one nine route at the end of the game. But he ran <laughs> one nine route. He yeah. was cooking him on slants, digs. Oh, well, that – yeah. So that slant touchdown where he broke the tackle and ran for touchdown, that gave me massive OBJ vibes. Yeah. OBJ in, in work vibes, kind of just the run after the catch, make somebody miss, and then you're gone. Um, yeah, I thought – I mean, obviously, Jamar Chase played really well today. Um, only gave up one sack as a team, um, which is pretty good too. I'm looking at the, I'm just looking at the stats right here. We did though give up seven QB hits, but one sack. So that, that, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, if you, if I told you before the game that we give up one sack, you'd take it. Oh yeah. I will be very interested to see what the, um, uh, if somebody could do like an analysis and they probably do of how many times they blitzed today, because a lot of those hits, came and one of those was the Pernell McPhee roughing the passer um yeah. a lot of those hits came like right as he was getting rid of the ball um yeah. on a blitz and and that just goes to show you and, and I was saying this during the game you just I think the two things that we realized today and we've seen them throughout the season but especially today against you know the Ravens defense is not as good as it's been but it's still good we saw today you cannot play single man coverage on Jamar Chase. You, cannot. you just can't do it. No, and the you... second thing we saw today is you blitz Joe Burrow at your own peril because he, one, he's got weapons all over the field, and two, his ability to just process things, he's going to find the open guy. Yeah. And, and that, see, that's the key, though. You give him time, it's the time that's the problem. If he gets time on those blitzes, the Bengals' weapons are too good. Um, and Joe Burrow's too damn smart to not to, to, to not connect on those, you know, on those blitzing plays. Yeah, I, I, it's so, I'm, I'm literally just sitting here just like still mesmerized at the literal show that the Bengals put on today uh, from an offensive standpoint. They, they were just simply unstoppable in that second half. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they, they could not be stopped. It was one of the most impressive performances I, I, I've seen as a Bengals fan in a long time. Joe Burrow with a QBR of 80 today, by the way, which is amazing. And then a passer rating of 113.5. I, I mean, I, I think it's fair that we can now have this conversation. Are the Bengals the best team in the AFC? No. No, they're not. Um, and I don't think you think that either. Um, and I, hope, uh, I hope you don't. I hope you don't, uh, because there's a guy in Buffalo. His name's Josh Allen, and uh, I think they would murder the Bengals, right? And that's just humble opinion. But if the Bengals continue to get better, uh, I don't see why they couldn't be. But 
So here's what I'll say to, to that end. Um, I think the Bills, uh, what division do they play? They play the NFC South, and, you know, their division sucks as is. So I think that if we're charting a, that far ahead, yes, it's going to be extremely difficult if the Bengals get to the point where they have to go to Buffalo <laughs> for a playoff game. Yeah. But on a neutral field, if the game was played today, you give me the Bengals because they are rolling. It's going to be interesting. Oh, boy. Interesting to see how they respond after they won. I, you just cut out. Okay. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do against the Jets next week. Yes, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Bengals respond to everybody sort of lauding them and slapping them on the back and and um, kind of giving them all this effusive praise. It's going to be very interesting to see how a young team responds to all that praise. And, yeah. um, you know, Zach Wilson looks like he'll be out next week, but I, I still don't think that's any reason to be more confident in the Bengals' ability to win because the Jets – they did get killed today, but they have a they have a solid defense, um, and, and they have the potential. I mean, they beat the Titans. They have the potential to do some things that could throw the Bengals off their game. Yeah, and I think we're gonna have the review or the preview episode. I um one thing else to say about that is they're only capable of beating you if you're not on your A game. I think if the Bengals are on their A game, there's not a chance that they lose, but I'm saying the Jets can, you know, they can put some drives together. Um, but if Zach Wilson's out, it is, it is really going to hinder their chances. Yeah. Um, now flipping to the defensive side, because I feel like we've kind of just oohed and awed about everything the offense did so well today. We, we can't forget the defense was absolutely dominant today. Sam, Hubbard, guys, Sam Hubbard was everywhere. Three guys credited with seven pressures each. Sam Hubbard had three sacks, I believe. Two and a half. Trey Henderson had a sack. Yep. Hogan Joby yep. had a sack. Yep. Um, also, Cheetah looked really, really good today. Also, did we end their bullshit streak of 100-yard rush games? Um, no, they had 100 yards rushing as a team. Because Lamar, Lamar had 88 by himself. Damn, they did. They got 115 yards. Um, That's big. Now, to be fair, though, um, longest rush they had was only 16 yards, which is great, which especially when you're playing Lamar, that is awesome. Now, Lamar did have that 30-yard one that got called back for holding. But in the, in the box score, longest run that we gave up was 16 yards. That's, that's a good day when you're playing. Now, I get it. They're running backs today. I'm going to be nice. They were bad. The Ravens yeah, running backs are terrible. Oh, my God. Running it's so backs bad. are damn terrible. To put it politely, I think you or I could have maybe run better than them uh, today. Um, Le'Veon Bell looks like he needs to be in a nursing home. Yes. Uh, if I'm honest, it's bad. And the 17, dude, come on. Give him 26 and call it a day. That's disrespectful. It's absolutely disrespectful. Yeah. The, the Bengals have unlocked a new level on defense. And right now, I will say once again, um, you give me 
Okay. Healthy Steelers defense, I think, is uh, the best in the NFL. But after that, you give me these healthy Bengals, this healthy Bengals defense is pretty high up there with just about anybody else in the league right now. Yeah, the, the, if the Bengals defense stays healthy, this defense is legitimate. Like, now I get it. We, we technically, and I know Sam Hubbard had two and a half sacks a day. If, if we're being real, we only have one legit pass rusher, um, like consistent pass rusher in Trey Hendrickson. You're not wrong. It helped that the, the Ravens are just extremely banged up on their O-line and Makari went out pretty early. And so yeah. kind of Sam Hubbard basically just got to abuse the backup um, out, out of the right tackle position. But yeah. I still don't think that takes anything away no. from being able to contain Lamar the way yeah, they do yeah. today. Yeah, it wouldn't matter who's blocking for Lamar. If you can contain Lamar, no matter who's blocking for him, it's, it's, it's really, it's really um, a tall task to ask. And I, I, they did a pretty, they pretty, I mean, they, he still got 88 rushing yards. I mean, he, I feel like when you're playing the Ravens and you don't have like a Devin White to spy him or a Roquan Smith, um, you know, he's going to get his, you just have to, you don't have to limit his passing, I think. Which they did a great job of today. Yeah. Cheeto gets beat on the one play over the top. And then they had those, I don't know why they went away from it, but they had all those uh, deep crossing patterns that they would run yeah. over the middle off play action. And that would mm -hmm. just kill us because our linebackers would get sucked into the Lamar run. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know why they went away from that because they were thrashing us with those. Absolutely. And I also don't know why they went, they went away from throwing to Mark Andrews. They just stopped throwing to him. Uh, you and I both have lots of questions for John Harbaugh. Um, yeah. But, you know, maybe it was something that the Bengals uh, were doing from a schematic standpoint. That yeah, we, we, yeah, we don't. Yeah. Um, but in general, I mean, the defense was flying around today. And, you know, you know who had a really good game today? Hmm. Eli Apple. He did. He did. He shocked me today. He had a really solid game today. Yeah, he uh, he played well today. Um, I, I think the whole secondary played well today. Oh, yes. I would say this is probably the, this was probably the secondary's best game of the season thus far. Honestly, I, I, you know, having Trey Anderson helps. I think the biggest I think the biggest difference between this year and last year is the secondary. Well, first of all, the run stopping ability is easily the number one. But number two, I think having a strong secondary makes teams, you know, a little iffy on throwing as much as they did. Um, and also the emergence of Logan Wilson, who had another great game today. Um, we haven't had a good linebacker, and I'm and I'm being serious. And you're gonna make fun of me, Vontez. I get. Like a consistent one since Ray Maluga. Even he wasn't. Uh, but I what I'm get. saying is he was at least solid. I you would know what I mean? Perfect over him. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know what it is, but that number 55 in orange and black just inspires hellacious linebacker play. And I am all yeah. here for it. Um, Absolutely. Now, I, I, there's one thing I want to bring up before we get out of here because short of sitting here for 30 minutes and just gushing over every single play. Um, I, there's really not much to say. This was a thorough ass whipping that the yes. Bengals dished out today to a division opponent on their home field in a very important game. So yes. uh, th there's not a whole lot I want to say uh, from that aspect. The last thing I, I want to bring up is um, do – do 
are we worried about teams maybe copying that first half Ravens blueprint and using that in the future? And by that, I mean um, maybe bringing one less guy on pressure, but doubling Jamar Chase on the outside and making Joe Burrow beat you, beat your second corner, which we saw today early on. T. Higgins was not exactly uh, elevating himself over Averett. Yeah, Averett was, yeah, Aver, Aver, Aver was locking him up. Yeah. It really was. So are we worried about teams using that blueprint maybe a little bit? Yeah, so here's uh, so to answer your question, Jamar Chase had a big, um, you know, big plays before the end of the first half again. I don't understand if you're playing the Bengals why you don't double. I know I get they have weapons. Just don't let Jamar Chase catch the ball if you're the other team. I think teams will start to do that. It would. It, it doesn't make sense to me why they wouldn't be either either bracketing him, putting a safety over the top. I don't understand why other teams don't do it, and I think it's just a matter of time until they do do it. So to answer your question, I think they will try to um, start limiting Jamar Chase and saying we're not going to let that guy beat us. We're going to let Tyler Boyd and T Higgins beat us. And if they do that, then we'll live with you know we'll live with it. Yeah. I'm also kind of surprised, but I also like the, I guess, difference in the game plan that until the second half, the Bengals were not running the ball today. And and that's not to say they didn't have success when they did it, because most of the times when they turned around and handed it off to Mixon, he was getting five or six yards, but they didn't run the ball heavily until the second half. And that was a welcome surprise. Now, with the one negative from today that continues to plague this team is the inefficiency on second and third and short. Yeah. 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 Short yards plays, I don't understand. It's now I get the O line's not very good. Um, you know, like realistically not good enough to get that push for one yard every single time. But the I, third and one and second and one, it seems like we never get it ever. Yes. And let and and also we're throwing, you know, I get we're we're throwing comebacks and stuff on third one, but at, at some point, dude, it, it it's like we need to start running that. We need to start being able to push them for one yard and yeah. get those first downs. I mean, that's what played us against the Packers. Um, and I feel like it's gonna end up catching up to us if if we can't run on third I, and ones. I thoroughly did not understand the QB sneak that we ran on second and one. I oh, that was bad. That. Oh, that was bad. That was bad. That was not good. But like I said, that's really the only negative in what was a day where the Bengals went in to their house, ate their lunch, did something that I'm not going to mention here, and then walked out the front door and said, "We're taking your keys because we're going to be back." <laughs> yeah. It, it was an old-fashioned ass whooping. I, I mean, that's the only way to say it. I, there's really no. I mean, there's really nothing else to say. They outphysical a team that has, like we said in the preview podcast, the team that's been the most consistent in the AFC North in recent years. They went in their house, outphysicaled them, and Joe Burrow is officially, officially, not officially, officially le- leading a Super Bowl contending team into the month of November. He's also um, officially, officially, not officially, officially, um, the best quarterback in the AFC North. I like the way that sounds. 
Now, to be fair, Lamar is the best running back in the AFC North. We played against the best running back in the AFC North today. That's that's one other thing I wanted to address. So all the people on Sunday NFL Countdown were talking about how the Bengals had been running their mouth all week. Um, I didn't see anybody running their mouth this week for the Bengals. Was well, it's come on, dude. It's not the narrative. It's not the dude. It's Cincinnati. We've never won anything. We we haven't won a division title in forty years. And then you and then uh, uh, wait, check notes. Won three in the last thirteen years. Um, yeah, dude. The national media. I'm done. I'm done listening to them. They're a bunch of they're a bunch of cowards and losers. Anyway, they don't know anything about the Bengals. Now I get it. The Bengals are so easy to punch on. No practice facility. Our our eighty seven year old owner is the de facto GM he thinks he you know it, it, I get it I, I do get it but this team's different it is it is it's just different it, we don't have any Dalton anymore I also took issue with they when they cut to halftime and James Brown made a comment of maybe Joe Burrow would get more attention if he didn't play in Cincinnati um I don't like, think it matters where, I don't think it matters where you're playing if if you're into the month of like well november technically because next week will be halloween um if you're the one seed going to november i don't th- i don't think it matters where you're playing um if you're well, the one seed everybody knows my issue with that statement is the guy works for the media so if he wants to give him attention why does it matter that he plays for cincinnati hold on this is completely this is also another side tangent it's not the mlb dude it's not regionalized if if you have some if you have red zone you're watching everyone if you have Sunday ticket, you're watching everyone. It's not like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Con- I don't understand that comment either, but. Oh, well, all I will say is that it felt good to see some people eat a lot of crow today uh, about the Bengals and uh, some predictions that we saw in the preseason. And it's going to feel really damn good to continue to see this team grow future uh, into the, uh, the rest of the season, because let me tell you something, AFC is wide open and the Bengals are on top and I wouldn't have it any other way. It's absolutely crazy for me to even hear you say that out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have a trivia question prepared because I was too busy getting absolutely jacked during the game today. Um, but that's really, oh, wait, I think I did see something and I'm going to try to remember it. And if it's incorrect, so be it. But here's the trivia question. The Bengals did it today. How many other teams have done this feat against the Baltimore Ravens? 400 plus yards and five touchdowns. There have been how many teams that have done that in the history of the NFL? Four. I don't know. Two. The Bengals were the second team ever to accomplish that feat against the Baltimore Ravens today. That is absolutely crazy. (laughs) That just tells you how historic of a performance this was. And the Bengals are officially on the map, but they're not even just on the map. They are in the playoff conversation and it's because of Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and a yep. defense that is playing lights out. Lights out. So with that, 
that's a recap. We will be back later this week to preview the JETS suck, 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 um, <laughs> because they are terrible. And well, without Dak Wilson, they're even worse. Um, Bengals 41, Ravens 17, Bengals 5 and 2, first place in the AFC North, first place in the AFC. And that is all I have to say other than who day. Who day? Think they gonna beat them bang? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody.